Hi guys! Hi! Oh my gosh. Our very first episode. I'm so excited. I'm Grace. I'm Joy. And this is Murder by Murder, a history of the world as told in 225 murders. We're so excited that you guys are joining us. No. So, real quick overview about what this podcast is going to be about. Oh yeah. Basically, <laughs> what we're going to be doing is... Every episode is going to take place in a different country, and we're going to be going through cases that hopefully most of you have never heard of before. Yeah. And if you have, feel free to let us know. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we just wanted to spread some, spread like awareness for cases that haven't really been talked about before. Mm-hmm. We just... Yeah, really we want to do it on an international scale. Yeah, we're super excited, guys. So, we're going to go through all 225 countries. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, real quickly, um, just want to give a quick trigger warning that this case obviously involves murder uh-huh um uh, but specifically it does involve some domestic violence specifically against a pregnant woman uh there is murder of a pregnant woman but you know i did my best and feel free to you know do your own research dig for yourself see what you can find feel free to let me know we'd be happy to do updates and corrections on any of our cases if we get anything wrong and you know we're gonna be laughing and poking fun at each other but we want to make it clear right now that we are never making light of the situation and certainly not of the victims but it is one of those situations where if we don't laugh we're going to cry yeah, and it's also just a way to break some tension, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just too ridiculous to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't process how this could have happened, and so it turns into laughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think especially for us, it's really difficult to comprehend how a human does something like this to another human. Yeah. And, you know, we just don't really know how to process that or how to cope with it. So, you know, we're just going to apologize in advance if anything we say or do is remotely offensive to you. It is not intended that way. We are all about love and respect here, toleration. Everyone is welcome. And we are just here for fun. We're just doing this because we love learning about true crime we love spreading awareness about it yeah and we're gonna give you guys some resources in the end so that you guys can get involved with true crime yep we'll have links in our bio so yep and i'm gonna include all of my resources in the show notes at the end yep all right are you ready let's do it i'm so excited okay so let's talk about pedro rodriguez fio and we're doing Brazil, right? We're doing Brazil. That is our very first country, yes. So excited. Yes, and you picked this one. Did I? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, you're a genius. Wow. 
so sad. Can you tell it's late at night? Also, guys, apologize if the sound quality is not to your liking. We are broke college students and we did the best that we could with $40 in our bank account and I think we did pretty darn good. Yeah, it's actually really nice. Yeah. So, if it doesn't sound as professional or whatever. We're working on it. We're trying. We're going to talk about Pedro Rodriguez Fiel, otherwise known as the Lil Petey Killer. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Funny name. Yeah. Not not his, not the best. (laughs) It's not the most fearsome name that I've ever heard. He has some other names that are worse, but I really wanted to start with that. It's not relevant to the story, but it's important to me that you know that. Oh. I think it's 100% important that we do it like that. Great. <laughs> so, most of my information came from Alana Casoy's book, Serial Killers Made in Brazil. She featured a bunch of interviews with Rodriguez in her book, and she wrote, quote, When someone disobeys his, quote, code of ethics, he has particular solutions which do not follow the law, and she classifies him as a, quote, avenger. Mm. Yeah, I still don't like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> do you know what Dexter is? I mean, I've heard of, like, the TV show Dexter. Yeah, so that's what it is. I haven't ever, like, watched it or anything. Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know, Dexter was a TV show that took place in the 80s or 90s, I want to say. Oh, and man. it was essentially a serial killer with a code he worked for the miami police force he was a blood spatter analyst Ooh, that sounds like a cool job it, yeah i mean i'm I down for that i know we're so weird so he had access to crime scenes and as such he would check dna using the blood found at the scenes to confirm uh, a criminal's guilt and then he would go after what he saw as guilty criminals and deliver vigilante justice and kill them. Okay. And so he was a Um, serial killer with a, quote, code. Well, I mean, sounds like he might be coming from the right place, but... But also not. Murder isn't the answer. Yeah. So he is the epitome of an anti-hero. Right? You're yeah. kind of rooting for him, but also questioning every decision that he makes the entire time. Yeah. Rodriguez is often called the Brazilian Dexter. Hmm. I don't like that. Again, there's a lot of information that we just don't know, and I'm gonna do my best to fill in the blanks. Um, if you want another deep dive into this, I highly recommend listening to the podcast Case 127, Killer Petey. It's really good. Um, They did a great job. Um, The Sun has a good article on this. Um, There's a bunch of websites out there. For anybody who's doing research, go to the Wikipedia article about someone, scroll down to the bottom where it says references, and just start clicking on those sources. It's the best. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Because Wikipedia isn't exactly the best. No. But there are resources out there that are good. Exactly. So that's mostly what 
I do. I go to Wikipedia and then I go to the sources off of that. Love that. Research tips, everybody. Research tips. Research tips. Roderick was born on July 17th, 1954. He was born on a farm in Santa Rita de Sapucay, which is the south of... The south. <laughs> south of Minas Gerais. <laughs> and trigger warning really quickly. Um... Even before he was born, his skull had been bruised while he was still in the womb okay. because his father kicked his pregnant mother's belly. Dude, that's messed up. Mm-hmm. That's so sad. And Rodriguez's father had always been horrible. Just a very violent, always beaten his wife, and... Ooh. Later down the line, I don't have an exact date for this, but um, after discovering, well, he believed he discovered that she had an affair, he murdered and dismembered her with a machete. What? Oh my gosh. Rodriguez said, quote, I swore revenge in front of my mother's coffin, close quote, against his father. His family was also extremely poor, and as such, he couldn't attend school. He was mostly working on the farm, and his life in the underground world um, began at a really young age, so much so that he did not learn how to read until he was 13 years old. Wait, I misread that. He didn't learn to read until he was in prison for the first time. Oh my gosh. See, we live in the U.S., and there's a lot of times that we, that, I mean, I definitely forget. I'm not going to speak mm-hmm. for Grace, but that I forget to really be grateful for all the opportunities we have. Yeah, no, you can speak like, for me in this regard, like, absolutely. Like, it's, like, we are, are so lucky. So very, very blessed to have these opportunities. Yeah, so I, I mixed up these two notes. So he felt the urge to kill for the first time when he was 13 years old. Oh my gosh. And he... 13? Yeah. I mean, 13. it often starts young, right? Um, like, I mean... It could start with, like, killing animals or, I like... guess it depends if you're following the, um, what's it called? I believe it's the McDonald Triangle? Yeah. It's, like, the three I... telltale signs of a serial killer mm-hmm. is... If they are wetting the bed until they're, like, way past when they should. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, it's actually the sign of, like, serious problems later down the line. Because it's, like, an impulse control issue. I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just, I guess I never really thought of it like that. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, animal cruelty and setting fires. Fire! That's, like, the unholy trinity of what makes a serial killer at a young age. Yeah. So weird. So, we I don't know if he had any of those things. Right. But when he was having a fight with an older cousin, we don't know his name or how old he was, he pushed him into a sugarcane press. Do you know what a sugarcane press is? Um, I believe it's something to make sugarcane. <laughs> yes. Um, so as for what it looks like, close. no. Okay, so... Or, like, how it works? I don't know anything. Uh, let me show you a picture. So, 
We will have a picture of it on our Instagram. Yeah, we're going to upload all of the pictures that we mentioned to Instagram, so go ahead and go and check that out. Murder by Murder Yeah, Murder by Murder podcast on, on Instagram. Instagram. So, I don't know exactly which one he used, mm-hmm. like which, which type he pushed him into, but this is the kind that they used around that time. Oh, that looks painful. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So, to Ooh. describe it for anybody who can't, uh, check it out on our Instagram. It's oh. essentially uh, two large wheels that turn together. They're pressed very, very close together, and you would feed the sugar cane between them so as to press out the sugar from the cane and separate it. So, yeah, pushed his cousin into that. Oh my gosh. And he said, according to the Daily Star, he said, quote, I pushed him thinking his whole body would go through, but just his arm went through. How can he be so nonchalant about that? Yeah, and he almost killed him, but he actually saved him. What? We don't know why. That... That makes no sense. (laughs) What? I got nothing. Truly, we will never understand other humans. Yep. Wow. That... Wow. That... Okay? I mean, I guess he's lucky he got to live and wasn't murdered. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) And I don't know anything about the lasting damage uh, to his arm or where he is now, but I hope he's okay. I definitely hope he's okay, because he did not deserve that. Yeah. I'm sure. So, uh, at age 14, uh, Rodriguez committed his first murder. I'm sorry, 14? 14. 14. Yeah. 14. 14. Like, 1-4. One 1-4. Four. One four. Wow. That's... Oh my... Oh my goodness. Okay. I mean... For anyone who wants to know what I was doing when I was 14, <laughs> it wasn't pretty. <laughs> I wasn't killing people when I was 14, but I was not cool. <laughs> In high school, um, that's for sure. <laughs> um... When I was 14, I was just as weird as I am now. Mm-hmm. But, I feel like that's correct. Um, but I really didn't do much. I think I was I was in a musical, but... Love that. Besides that, I wasn't really doing anything at 14. Yeah. So this guy killed uh, two people. Two people? Okay. Yeah. So... Tell me about it. <laughs> Give me the tea. What's the tea? What's the tea? So, his father was uh, worked in a school kitchen, and his father had been accused of stealing food from the school kitchen, and as such, the deputy mayor of Santa Rita do Sapucay fired his father. Oh, love that. I mean, his dad was awful. His dad was awful. I mean, I'm not inherently... Like, horrible. I don't inherently feel sorry for him. I don't either. He murdered his his wife. Wow. So, yeah. Anyways, so, Rodriguez's father was fired, and in revenge, Rodriguez shot the deputy mayor of Santa Rita de Sapucay, and then he also shot the, 
the security guard who he thought was the actual thief who stole the food from the school lunch. Okay. Kitchen. Um, it's okay. And he used his grandfather's shotgun for both murders. We oh. don't know anything about the maker model, just that it was a shotgun. Love that. He has to go on the run now at age 14 because oh. <laughs> he is now uh, wanted for murder. Well, yeah. Yep. I mean, I that's kind of how it mm-hmm. works. So this is... Oh my gosh. So he flees to Mojitas Cruzas, or in Greater Sao Paulo, um, where he starts robbing drug dens and killing drug traffickers. Ah. And he becomes known as a vigilante celebrity in the news. And this is where he earns the title Pedrinho Matador, or... Low PD killer. <laughs> Sorry, it's still funny. <laughs> it sounds much cooler in Spanish. Pedrino yes. Matador. Yes. But little PD killer is like yeah, it's not, not as intimidating cool in at all. <laughs> and by age 18, it is suspected that he had killed dozens of people, Ew. mostly drug dealers. But that doesn't. To this day, his actual number of people that he murdered is unknown and this is part of why we know so little about his victims is because most of them were criminals who were living in the underground a lot of them there wasn't a lot of information on them unfortunately there were a lot of people who and this sounds horrible to say out loud but didn't miss them when they passed away um when then they were murdered i should say because no one deserves to be murdered no matter what Right. And like I like I'm gonna say it was like there's still There's still, still people. Yeah, yeah, it's still murder. It's still murder. So My goodness. Yeah. We don't know how many people he had killed at this point, but it is suspected that it was a couple dozen. Love that for him. Yeah. Four years. And at this point he got a tattoo on his arm that it says there's two competing sources for this per the daily star it says i love to kill and in the magazine ozy it says i kill for pleasure so either way not cute but it's something along those lines definitely still talks about how he likes to kill yeah i think he needed therapy (laughs) i would have to agree with that (laughs) like i mean we're both advocates for therapy we are so then (laughs) Rodriguez, despite committing dozens of murders at this point, fell in love. Ooh, yeah. He met a woman's. Her name was Maria Apreceda Olympia, and her nickname was Botina, which means booties. <laughs> yep, so Maria, are, and I'm just going to call her Botina going forward. For, forward? forward why normally it's you who can't speak i know this is really weird what are you doing i know it's like when we're recording you just can't speak anymore (laughs) (laughs) so they fell in love and they soon moved in together and he uh, rodriguez joined a local street gang oh good and in that time he killed three former members of the gang because they were uh, his rivals, shall we say? 
um, okay. And in that time, uh, Botina became pregnant with oh. his child. Hmm. I mean, good for him. Yeah, so I guess. Yes. And apparently, Rodriguez was overjoyed. Oh. Like he was going to be a dad. He was super excited. And. I, that's kind of a good sign. Yeah. Unfortunately, for reasons unknown, most likely to get back at Rodriguez, Bettina was murdered by a large group of rival gang members what? while she was pregnant. No, and that's so sad. I'm not going to go into the details of her murder, frankly, right. because there's a lot that we don't know. Also, because they don't need to that's really describe sad. it. Yeah, it's really, really awful. So that's she and her sad. unborn child were murdered by this oh. rival gang member. Um, and we just know his name as, quote, China. Do we know how old? Like, how far along she was? No. I couldn't find that. That's so sad. We just know that she was pregnant and then was murdered shortly after. That's so sad. I'm sure he did not take that well. He did not. You'd be correct. He was devastated. Yeah. Absolutely devastated. I'm sure. Did he go on a rampage? He did. He tracked down and killed every single rival gang member that was there that night or at the very least wounded them oh my gosh yeah so a month after Bettina was murdered um china organized a wedding they they were just having a wedding Mm -hmm. pedro gate crashed and murdered china and six other rival gang members that were all there that night Wow. And 16 other rival gang members were severely injured, mildly to severely injured during this. And this would be classified as a mass murder. Wow. Because um, it was a large group of killings in one confined incident. So he's still a serial killer, but this particular incident is a mass murder. Yeah, that's awful. I mean... They really did mess with the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. It's so really sad. sad. So we know that China was uh, shot in the chest with a shotgun. The six unnamed rival gang members were all shot, and then the sixteen unnamed people were also gang members. It is assumed that he attempted to kill them, but they survived and they were all shot but non-fatally mm-hmm. so they were just injured yeah it's sad but like it's also murder though mm-hmm. and it's kind of giving these guys like an easy way out it was a week after the mass murder that pedro returned home to see his family because he's so sad he's just lost yeah. The love of his life, he's lost his unborn child. Wow. This is when he finds out that his father murdered his mother. Oh, crap. And by the time he got home, his father was already arrested and was in prison. Mm-hmm. But this is when we had that incident that I mentioned earlier where he swore revenge oh, wow. in front of his mother's coffin. Oh my gosh. At age 19, Rodriguez was arrested for the first time 
on the 24th of May in 1973. Wow. And he was in prison for most of his adult life. Um, he was... Wait, only most? We'll get to that. Wait, but what? <laughs> I didn't say anything. So... When he was being transported, I believe it was from the courthouse to the prison, uh, he was in another prisoner. He was in with another prisoner. Uh-huh. And they were handcuffed. Yeah. And as standard, right? Yeah. Um, and Rodriguez killed the other inmate without Wait. the police noticing. What? The police that were driving the truck, they didn't notice. And he murdered him in the back. Of the transport. How? It doesn't say. It just said that he killed him in the back of the transport. And... Dude is handcuffed. And the police asked him why he did it. And Rodriguez just said, quote, he was a rapist. Okay, but... Then let him pay the consequence for... Mm -hmm being that Mm -hmm. like death is too easy Mm -hmm. of like a way out Mm -hmm. like in certain cases when like you know Mm -hmm. it's like the murderer you know starting to get caught and then you know just like commits Mm -hmm. his own death and like I hate that Mm -hmm. because they don't pay for what they did yeah they don't suffer yeah no I believe that you know, in some extreme cases, the death penalty is warranted, but most of the time right. I prefer it when when prisoners pay their debt to society. Yeah. And some, like, with certain killers, like, they're just so awful that I would rather not them be on this earth. Yeah. But yeah. in a lot of cases, like you said, like, they need to suffer for mm. what they did to other yeah. people. Yeah. It yeah. makes me so angry. Yeah. So angry. So, Theo killed multiple inmates throughout his years in prison, and by multiple, I mean, uh, 47. (laughs) I'm (laughs) sorry. (laughs) I just got, like, so surprised. I breathed in too much air. (laughs) Yeah, I just breathed in too much air. I'm so sorry. Also, we're laughing at the fact that she breathed in too much air, not about the fact that no, Rodriguez just, killed 47 people. I but. just breathed in too much air when I was gasping. Like, I was already inhaling, and then I just <laughs> <laughs> inhaled even more. And then I just, like, couldn't get it out. <laughs> Are you okay? No, I'm, I'm good. I just breathed in too much air. Okay. Hey, kids. Don't breathe in too much air. Don't breathe in too much air. Can we put that, like... On a t-shirt or something? If we get enough, if, like, we have enough people who want merch, yeah. Yeah, we should do that. It's okay, my foot just at the table. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm Shall good we now. continue? Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Okay, So, cheers. I don't have a lot on... Rodriguez's trial process. I couldn't find the court transcripts anywhere. 
I'm sure they're out there, but they're probably in Brazil. I mean, it is a Brazil America, case. So, <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. Court cases are so interesting. Yep, I know. I love reading court transcripts. Like, they're fascinating. Like I want to, like, be in a courtroom someday. Like just like. Isn't your dream to like? be called for jury duty yes i mean it, I'd, I'd be stressed but i also yeah. but also i'd love yeah. to be a part of it by the way all of you should should do jury duty when jury you're called duty. yeah don't do your civic duty yeah and go be on a jury when you're called yeah everyone is entitled to be judged by a jury of their peers and our system needs you in order to function so if you were ever called for jury duty do it. Please, Please and thank do. you. Alright. So, likely due to the abuse that Rodriguez witnessed his mother suffering and probably that he suffered himself, it is highly, highly unlikely that Rodriguez got away scot-free from his father given how abusive he was. And so... It is believed that Rodriguez was very protective over uh, women, particularly sexual crimes against women uh-huh. and um, children. So he was much more likely to attack convicted rapists and murderers and child molesters while he was in prison. So most yeah. of the 47 inmates that he killed while he was behind bars mm-hmm. were one of the three aforementioned. Huh. I mean... Like, I understand that, because they're awful people, but, yeah, again, they need to suffer. Yeah. So, he was sentenced to 126 years in prison. Nice. However, the law in Brazil is that no one can spend more than 30 years behind bars at a time. I'm sorry, what? So, because he was arrested in 1973, he was actually set to be released in 2003. Even though he was sentenced to 126 years. Oh my gosh. 2003 is like one of my favorite years. I hate that. I know. Dude, what the heck? Mm -hmm. I don't like that. That's awful. Yep. Also, is it weird that I still think of, like, the 70s as, like, 30 years ago? I know. Like, that's just how my brain works. My brain is like, yeah. oh, the 70s were 30 years ago. Yeah. Like, not 50. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. And he did end up serving an additional four years because he did murder, you know, 47 inmates while he was that time, but he only got an additional four years. Only four? For all of those inmates. Oh my gosh, that is awful. Which I think is just a really interesting reflection of how our system, and not necessarily our system, but just the system, kind of views prisoners and inmates as less than human. You know, like, once you've committed a crime, like, that's it. And I 100% believe in rehabilitation. Like, rehabilitation exists, it is real, it is a process. You pay your debt to society, and then you get to go back out, and you try again. Yeah. 
Like, it's definitely, it is 100% possible for a Absolutely. person to change. For some people, it is not possible. Right. For some people, I do not believe that it is possible, like, fundamentally. Yeah. But for those that it is, like, we cannot judge the general populace right. of inmates based on the terrible ones, even though there are a lot of people who have done horrible things Yeah. in jail. They, there are some people who really can change. Yeah. There are some people who really can change, and they deserve that chance once they've paid their debt to society. Think of the movie Bad Guys. Yeah. Like We love that movie. We love it. We love it. Love the movie. <laughs> like, just think of that, because, you know, they, it's like, they're criminals, right? Yeah. And... It's about a wolf and a snake and a shark and a piranha and a spider who are, yeah, yeah, who are all criminals. And then they get taken in by a hamster and guinea pig. Who cares? Anyways, it's important. It's and the wolf falls in love with the fox and oh my gosh, their relationship is just the best. Anyways, it's on Netflix. You should watch it. Yes, you should. It's amazing. Um, but like. They were get, They were finally given their chance to be good. Mm-hmm. Some people really deserve that chance. Absolutely. Others deserve to suffer because they will never change. Yeah. But there are people who can change. Yeah. And we shouldn't just all judge people. Mm-hmm. Like, just because it's like, oh, you've been in jail, yeah. you must be a terrible person. Mm-hmm. But that's not always the case. So that being said, let's uh, let's talk about some of the murders that he committed while he was in prison. So yes. these are all on unspecified dates. Okay. Within nineteen seventy three to two thousand one. Supposedly, he did not kill anyone in the last two years. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Twenty eight years. Yep. So, um, and some of these he intended to kill them and didn't but I still want to mention them because I think it's important oh they should 100% be mentioned because he expressed intent like he wanted to and yeah. I think and they were still that's attacked. still an important like, part of his pathology yeah so there was um an inmate and all I have under his name is Ramos Okay. That's all I have. And it was a murder and a bank robber. It was attempted. He survived. Okay. I have uh, an unnamed inmate. Most of these are unnamed, unfortunately, yeah. which is really, really sad, especially because you would think that a prison, prison would have records, but it's really unfortunate. That is really sad. That none of these victims have names, because even if they are, even if they were prisoners or, you know, the drug dealers from earlier... They all deserve to have names. They do. So, they're still human. They are. They're still humans. So, we have an unnamed inmate. Uh, he was a murderer, and Rodriguez decapitated him with a knife. Oh, crap. Yeah. So, we have two unnamed cellmates. So, they shared a cell with Rodriguez. He killed both of them. We don't know what they were in for, and we don't know how he killed them. Oh, that's um, sad. There was uh, an unnamed inmate who was killed by an unknown cause. Three unnamed inmates, all killed by an unknown cause. And that was 
during an attempt on his life. Okay. Um, at least five inmates ganged up on him and tried to kill him because he was, um, you know, slightly problematic oh, only in sli- prison, you only, might say. Only slightly. Only slightly. Only so slightly. three inmates were all killed, um, but two of them survived but were both injured. Mm-hmm. And then 40 others unnamed were all killed by various causes. And then the two that I wanted to just go into really briefly was um, a serial killer and rapist that he intended to kill but did not attempt to mm-hmm. or, or successfully kill was uh, Francisco Tiasis Pereira. And Pereira Francis? is the worst as well. Oh, I yeah. considered covering him, but I just uh, didn't want to. Gotcha. Because he's gross. Um, he we don't would, like gross men. Yeah, we just don't like gross guys. And he would approach young women. <gasps> no. Yeah. Immediately, no. Yeah, yeah. And he would do the old uh, fashion photographer routine Ugh. where he would say he was an agent, he was looking for future models. Like, you're so pretty. Yeah, and he would have them you. follow him where he would, uh, quote unquote, take some pictures of them. Um, and then once he lured them away from the public eye, he would, uh, trigger warning, uh, rape them and strangle them with some sort of ligature mark. And Rodriguez hated him. Um, I already hate him. Yeah. And I don't know much And about again, him. Rodriguez felt very strongly about sexual violence against yeah. women and murderers, um, because of the trauma that he yeah. had suffered. You know, we are allowed to feel, um, pity for the child yeah. that Rodriguez was, we can of course hate the human that he grew up to be and the actions that he took. Yeah, but, but you know, there is no denying that the abuse that he suffered at the hands of his father and the the traumatic event of losing his girlfriend was very informative for him as a person. And then the other one that I wanted to talk to was um, Joe Ocasio de Costa, and he was also a serial serial killer and a robber. He was known as the Red Light Burglar, or Bandido de los Vermea. Interesting. And he was a well-known Brazilian thief, and he was nicknamed the Red Light Burglar because he always carried a red lantern with him. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Red light is creepy. It is. Like, I understand that, like, back in the day when you had to, like, develop photos like that. I know. That, yeah. like, you had to be Super in a red light. scary. But that's so creepy. Yeah. Ew. hmm <laughs> Yeah. So, he would yeah. always steal from, like, really wealthy people, usually from mansions and villas. Um, mm-hmm. And the police eventually... Uh, discovered him after he got sloppy and he left fingerprints and he was arrested in 1967. We love it when murderers become sloppy. We do. <laughs> it's just the best. It's bad for them, great yep. for us. And again, 30 years is the maximum sentence, so he was freed in 1997, but four months later he was murdered. Ha! <laughs> yeah, fisherman wow. shot him <laughs> during a quote, heated discussion. Oh my god. I'm not even kidding. That's what it says. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yep. So, at some point, don't have an exact date, Rodriguez attacked him with an unspecified object and bludgeoned him with it 
But Da Costa survived. Well, yeah. And because he was murdered outside. Yeah, because he was murdered outside of wow. prison. But yeah, I do think that those murders, where he tries to murder these really high-profile people, are important aspects of his pathology. Oh, of course. As a serial killer. Yeah. So, anyone remember? when Rodriguez swore revenge in front of his mother's coffin? I do. Well, guess who he ran into while he was in jail? Uh Uh-oh. Dear old dad. Oh, man. That didn't end well. It did not. Mm. You would be correct. I don't like that. So, at some point... Rodriguez Jr. and Rodriguez Sr. Um, met and fought, and Rodriguez Jr. stabbed his father 22 times. Oh my. And then, trigger warning for cannibalism, <gasps> ate a tiny piece of his heart. Ew. And he said, uh, according to the Toronto Sun, he said, quote, I just chewed it. I cut the tip of his heart, chewed it, and threw it on top of his body. Ew. That's disgusting. That is so gross. Yeah. Ew. And I found one source that said he reportedly said, quote, eat your heart out. I only found that in one source, though, so <laughs> I don't necessarily believe that that's true i I think that was more for dramatic effect but but, that's funny (laughs) but it is dramatic that's for sure anyways so he did fulfill his promise to his mother to get revenge for her murder i mean he did he kept his promise so you know um, there you go but buddy yeah so uh rodriguez was released on april 24th in 2007 and he moved to Fortaleza in Serrera. And in 2011, on September 15th, Rodriguez was arrested again four years later, and he worked as a caretaker. Um, we don't know what kind of caretaker. It just said caretaker. What the? So, Great. I don't know. Great! Um, and... This this arrest was a little bit uh, fuzzy because all it all I could find is that it said, "quote According to news, he would serve eight years on charges such as riot and deprivation of liberty committed while he was detained in Sao Paulo." Wow. So basically, they had to let him out for four years according to Brazilian law, but then they could go get him. And bring him back in for those additional charges. Wow. Of ri- of causing prison riots. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, that was crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> it was updated to be a maximum of 40 years in 2019. Dude. So, um, um guys, Fio... There's such a thing as a life sentence. <laughs> so... And maybe that should be, like, a thing. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, Rodriguez was 
quite the model prisoner for the for his last prison sentence. He did oh. not murder anybody. Oh, good for him. I know. That's a good thing. Snaps, snaps for Pedro. For so, those eight years. Yeah, for those eight years. <laughs> <laughs> so he was released in 2018 on December 10th. He served eight years of his 10-year sentence, and he was released for good behavior. Wow. Um, okay. And in Brazil in 2019, so one year after he was released, Mm -hmm. the law that declares that diagnosed psychopaths can be kept in prison indefinitely was repealed. Oh. And the maximum prison sentence um, was increased to 40 years in 2019. Wow. So the Pedrino Matador was released in 2018 after 42 years in prison. Mm-hmm. And um, he is still out today. Wow. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. He is considered a Brazilian celebrity. He has a YouTube channel. <laughs> called, a YouTube channel? Yeah, it's called I... Pedrino X Matador. Wow. Um, so it's basically a okay. twist on his former yeah. title. Wow. Um, he has about 250,000 subscribers. <laughs> Whoa, 250,000. Yeah. I mean, good for And he is him? considered a celebrity in Brazil. That's so weird. And on his YouTube channel, he posts videos that comment on modern crimes, and he proudly campaigns against gang violence, because it was gang violence that did result in the murder of uh, Botina. Yeah. And he does... You know, he does say that he is, quote, retired from his vigilantism. Wow, he's retired um, now, guys. And that being a criminal is not something that is to be idolized. It's not something that people should be proud of. I mean, good for him, I guess. Yeah. Like, he seems to have turned a corner. Well, yeah. So on his YouTube channel, in the description, it says, quote, I am not the monster. Even those seen and stigmatized as evil can find their light. Nobody said it would be easy. I assume my mistakes, I paid my penalty, so I don't need to be judged or defended by anyone anymore. For those who believe, follow me on the journey to the light because the darkness has already consumed more than two-thirds of my life. Okay. I mean, he still killed a lot of people, and I don't think he Mm -hmm. paid enough for that, but he seems... To be, like, not horrible. I think he should still be in prison. No, I didn't say that I shouldn't be in prison. Yeah. Like I said, I think he should still, you know, kind of be paying for it. Mm Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it could be worse. Yeah. Let me ask you this, just, like, out of morbid curiosity, shall we say. (laughs) Do you think that he has actually turned a corner? Is it possible for him to have actually changed? I think so. You know, we did talk about how, like, we believe that rehabilitation is possible, but we also believe that it is impossible for certain types of people. And, I, you know, this man killed 
it is confirmed at the end that he killed 71 confirmed victims and he did claim that it was about a hundred and we do, we can't yeah. confirm or deny this right because we don't know how many drug dealers and traffickers that he killed in those early days when he was out um first on the streets right so but yeah i mean that's really really yeah staggeringly of, high it is a lot of people but like i said before like it like his intentions were a lot of the times kind of quote unquote like in the right place you shouldn't kill yeah killing is still very wrong and it is still murder doesn't matter if you're like oh but like this person's a really bad person like it doesn't matter it's still murder mm-hmm. um but he never except for like two instances that i've read f- that that i've like understood from what we've done mm-hmm. has never had true like malicious intent to just kill just to kill yeah like unless it was his dad who he was like yeah to that me was, that is the... that was a hundred percent revenge kill. yeah and also the gang members and the gang members who that killed... murdered his girlfriend yeah who killed Benita. but besides those two in- instances how i've read it is that he never really had malicious intent he just wanted to he was trying to make them pay for the mistakes that they made. Yeah. It's really interesting that you say that because um, the Jet Set Times actually refers to him as the, quote, killer with a conscience. Mm. That's interesting. But, like, he should still be in jail because he still killed people, but I don't, I think, I don't think it's impossible for him to have changed because and a lot of the times he did he didn't do it just to kill people he's like oh i'm gonna kill people because i can he was or he's like i'm killing people because i because they're awful people and they deserve to pay for that in yeah. some way he just he did not go about it the right way 100 percent. killing is wrong in every sense absolutely so I don't think it's impossible that he turned a corner. Yeah. Why did you ask? I don't know. I guess I'm just curious, and I don't know. I guess I'm still trying to decide whether or not I believe that rehabilitation is uh, genuinely possible for somebody who murdered over a hundred criminals. Yeah. And I think it's also just really hard for me to comprehend how somebody, again, could have murdered a hundred people and is just walking in the streets today. Yeah, I don't... And has a successful YouTube channel. Yeah. And is a celebrity. Like, that doesn't compute. Right, I don't like that either. And he should still be in jail. I believe he should still be in jail. But I don't think it's impossible for him to, you know, realize that Mm -hmm. killing isn't the way to get his point across. Yeah. Alright. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. That concludes the story of 
Pedro Rodriguez Fio, otherwise known as Pedrino Matador, or... Little Cheeky Killer. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Feel free to DM us on Twitter, Instagram, or you can email us at our Gmail. And our email is, uh, it's a Gmail, so murderbymurderpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Yeah, so feel free to, you know, send us case ideas or just tell us, like, your thoughts. And like we said, we'll have pictures posted on our Twitter and Instagram of photos in the case. Yep. Feel free to leave us a review. Um, If you don't have something nice to say... Please don't say anything. We're just doing this for fun. Yeah. And to... We're children. Be nice to us. We have feelings. We do. People. We're very, we're we're very fragile. We're depressed college students. We don't need. No, we're so. Depressed. We don't need internet hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need the hate, guys. Um, but yeah. Yeah, we're just doing this for fun. So all love here, yep. and any thoughts that you have, we are more than happy to hear them. Yes. But we hope you keep listening. Yeah, in our next episode, Grace. Grace. I'm so excited. Mother Rasputin, baby. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I don't even know much about the case, but... So, okay, so... It's gonna be bad. Peak, guys, we've already actually recorded uh, our second episode because... we're re- So we're re-recording our first episode because the first time we recorded our first episode, it was just really bad. It went... We were trying to figure out our audio. Yeah, okay. it was just... And we were figuring out our banter, like it was our first time... Oh, you know, we were little podcast virgins. It was just, <laughs> we needed to learn. So. Podcast virgins. That should be on a t-shirt. Yeah. Podcast virgins. I like that. So, but. you know, so we're this is our second time recording this episode, so we've already done the Grease episode, and uh, Joy has some thoughts on the oh. Grease episode. I, I can't even. Okay. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us today, and we hope you'll come and join us next time. Thank you.